Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European super state, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong, your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone, the Prophecy Zone. Alright, I'm back. Uh, there was a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, I'd like to welcome you onto the show. Uh, I'm taking any calls tonight. Uh, I'll take a call late at night. Sorry about that. A um, couple of uh, years ago, I've had some bad experiences with uh, taking calls later than me. So I'd like to apologize for that. Um, so if you um, want to listen to the show, you can stay on. Online and listen, be happy to listen. But um, other than that, I'm not taking any calls. Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, what I wanted to talk about today is I wanted to look at two pieces of scripture. And the first piece of scripture I wanted to look at was Matthew 24. And um, it talks about in verse. Five, it says, um, "For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many.'" And I want to just stop there. And this is um, a passage where Jesus was talking to his disciples, and they asked him, "What will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age?" Um, I'm not going to do any unique. Um, teaching today where you're going to be like wow but I am going to point out some things now the end of the age was the age of grace for the church so this is a time that the church was placed on earth for this purpose and that is to preach the gospel and Matthew 28 he gave a great commission 
And that great commission was to preach the gospel uh, and making disciples. Now, this age is coming to an end, and this is the age that the church has completed its mission on earth. And now God is going to uh, transfer the time from the Gentiles back to the uh, Jews or the, the nation of Israel. So his focus is going to be the time of Jacob's trouble. Now, looking at the passage, it says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. Now, the age is changing. The age is going over from the church age to the millennium, which will be a thousand-year rule ruled by Jesus Christ. And people, we need to grasp this point. Just because the day of the Lord began with the tribulation period, it overlaps. So, you can almost say uh, it's a thousand and seven years before God takes the earth and reconstructs it and makes a brand new place for uh, his people to dwell. And he will dwell also. Okay, so the New Age movement has what is called a new age where they will say to you that we are going to uh, be consciously brought into a new consciousness. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. But they're saying that they're going to be gods or little Gs. Um, everybody's going to be a god. Everybody's going to come into god consciousness where you're going to be Christ conscience and you're going to know that you are a God. I guess you're going to know your inner being. Well, when it says here, it says for in the last days, it says for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Um, they, I, I was watching a couple of videos of some guys happen to be kind of, in, into the New Age movement, uh, and I guess they're teachers of the New Age movement, but they were saying that um, that many people are going to start to uh, acknowledge that they are conscious that they have a God within themselves. And um, this is a very important uh, time that we're living. So, the age of a Pisces is becoming the age of Aquarius and, and the New Age movement. So they, they transform, just like you transfer January, February, March, April, May, or um, Capricorn, uh, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. They go backwards. They go Pisces, Aquarius. So they there was a, a group called the Fifth Dimension that created a song called Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. And, and the reason why I read Matthews five, only twenty four five, is because it says many shall come in my name, saying I am Christ, and there's going to come a Christ consciousness that everybody can be Christ, everybody can be, I can be as God. Remember um, the one actress, um, I forgot her name, but she's standing on the beach and she said, I am God, I am God, and the guys with her, he's repeating. I am God, and she'll say, I am God. Well, they try to reach godliness, and um, we know that's not going to happen. Now, I want to read another verse um, in First John, First um, John chapter two, verse eighteen. It says, "Little children, it is the last day, last time, and as ye have heard." that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Now, we know that there is one individual coming who 
the Bible talks about as the Antichrist. But the many that shall come in Jesus' name will be a false movement. Now, as far as the religions are concerned, I heard another videotape today of another famous person was saying that all religion actually wasn't a famous person i'm sorry it's a lame person i mean it's a normal person but he the, the, in the first individual was making a lot of sense because he was saying that all <clears throat> and i've heard it from christian preachers too who say that all the religions will be dissolved albert pike was talking about uh, taking christianity uh, and 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 atheist, well, Christianity and and and, and uh, Islam, and and fighting, having them fight, and destroying that religion and replacing it with atheism. But atheism is not the antichrist's religion at all, because remember he's 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 shouting up into the heavenly saying. He, he's 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 bad mouthing Jesus and those the, the people that he is with. Meaning that that's in I forgot where that's in in Revelations, but he's bad mouthing uh, the Christians, but he's bad mouthing God and the people that he that that is with him. Meaning the people got raptured. So I don't understand that passage at all because if if they're making up falsehoods. About um, rapture to church and UFOs and aliens have, have abducted these people. Then uh, I'm thinking maybe uh, maybe somehow or another he he still acknowledges those who are missing as maybe belonging to God. So you think those Christians? You think those are Christians? You think they're left in the rapture? What what do you mean the rapture? There is no God. Maybe that's how he's saying it. I don't know. But um, anyway, let's let's continue on. Now, remember the great apostasy that uh, Thessalonians talked about, the great apostasy, the falling away. And if you continue on in, in 1 John um, 2, 19, it says, They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they were have been of us, they would not, no doubt, have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. There's a movement going on even in the Pentecostal churches which say we are Christ. I remember I uh, went to a church here in town in Spokane, Washington, and I was sitting at the table when we we were having a meeting. I don't know if it was an ushers meeting. I don't remember what it was, but we were having a Bible study. And he was the, the teacher, uh, the preacher. He's actually assistant pastor. Was saying, I had my head down looking at something. He said, Do you know that we are Christ? And then I'm like, I said, Okay, be patient, be patient, because I got a big mouth. You know, how they say fools got big mouth. I got big big mouth. <laughs> You call yourself a fool sometimes. Um, well, anyway, I was sitting there, and he was like, you know, we are Christ. And he started explaining himself. And I say, this cat trying to trying to explain another religion to me right now. He's trying to he's trying to throw a little, a little falsehood into the fire. And the Bible talks about in Galatians chapter 1 that if you preach another gospel, you are accursed. And uh, the Bible also says, cursed is a man who, who hangs on a tree. So Jesus took that curse, right? He took the curse. So if you are cursed, then you just as good as hanging on, you just as bad as hanging on a tree. You So you, you're hanging yourself when you when you mess with God's doctrine or you mess with it. And I remember some of the people on some of the channels here, one of the individuals, I don't feel like mentioning his name tonight, but he's like, Calling doctrine, doctrine, doctrinal doo-doo. So what a way to say that truth is is, is doctrinal doo-doo. Is, is, in other words, it's not worth it, following the truth. It's not worth following doctrine. Doctrine is for reproof, for correction, for all those things that help you to be righteous. Okay? So with that being said, 
there's going to be a movement. The Antichrist is going to say, I am God, and you are little gods. Follow me. I will show you more of Godhood. So I don't think it's going to be like that, though. It's more like, I'm going to show you how to be a god. I am the teacher. They're going to call him the great teacher. Oh, Messiah, the Messiah. I think that's kind of corny right about now. But but trust me, society will change in a heartbeat, and it will manifest itself to a point where it is no longer corny to call an individual Messiah or God. Because after after they get, after total chaos happens to the earth, people are going to be duped and retarded into being um, submissive into the fact that we have God here, especially if He cures a lot of the problems. I was looking at the video, um, Contagion, and it's about a disease spreading, the virus is spreading. And um, I was just thinking, uh, the first half in the tribulation period, how is that going to be? Is it, is it going to be tolerable? Well, I know it's going to be more tolerable than the, first, than, the, than the second half, but as I read on and on, I don't think the first half is going to be even tolerable. Because look, folks. If you got Social Security and you listen to this radio show, I'm not trying to scare you, but they keep bringing up the word Social Security. They keep bringing up the Social Security. They keep bringing up food stamps. Um, are they planning on starving us? <laughs> well, if you want to be godlike and you want to be, you want to be, you want to reach godhood. I suggest you just go ahead and drop that and 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 pray to God that there is a blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus. <laughs> there is going to be one, but I'm just saying in the case of people who don't believe in a preacher of rapture, that's the only way you're going to have a blessed hope. They gonna, I mean, they they take they're going to think about taking food stamps. I mean, there's a lot of people who need food stamps, who live off food stamps. Now, there's some people swindling them food stamps and buying, you know, taking the food stamps and buying, buying other things, especially on drugs and alcohol. But there's a lot of families who live, you know, who need food stamps. And as far as the economy is concerned, the worse the economy gets, you got Rad Paul, Rad, Rad Paul, or whatever his name is, and a few other congressmen talking about some throwing out food stamps. Uh, I'm like, I mean, I don't need food stamps, but I'm just saying. I mean, even if I was a millionaire, I, w I would probably be like, man, y'all, besides me feeding the hungry, I mean, to not to have food stamps, that's going to be a lot of people starving. And that's my second point, is that in that same passage, it says that there should be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes. And people are going to be starving. But remember, you can reach Godhood. I mean, what, what a bunch of garbage to sell somebody in the worst time in human history. You can reach Godhood. I am God. You are little God. I've heard one of the TBNers say, we can be gods. You know we can be gods, right? I am a little I am a little God. No, you're not. You're not a God, man. I mean, I mean if, I, if, I, if you own a $1 billion uh, empire, that 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 sends a message across the the world. Yeah, you can you can lay claim to being God if you if your brain's duped enough. But you, if I had one billion, I trade one billion dollars in the world. I'll trade that in in a minute to go to heaven. But see, one billion dollars ain't gonna buy me buy my soul. The Bible asks me, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What does it profit? I can be a god. That's what's coming, folks. That's what the 2012 is really about. 2012 is really about being a god. That, that's what it's, it's It's about entering the age of Aquarius. <clears throat> it's about entering God state. The god consciousness. I can be God until I, you know, until I run a light or something to get a ticket or beat up my wife or something. <laughs> I'm not so much of God. I'm a God who makes mistakes. I don't want to be God if I make mistakes. 
I say, man, I, if I'm a guy, if I'm my own God, I'm the sloppiest God I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I'm not trying to be mean and nothing to myself. I'm just saying I'll be mean to you, too. You, I wouldn't want you to be my God. We got enough gods. We got we got enough gods. To, uh, video games can be your God. Football can be your God. Going to college can be your God. Going to work can be your God. Your children can be your God. If you think those are going to save you, or even your friend or your soul fellow comrade is going to save you, you got a second thought coming. No one's going to be able to save you. The Bible asks what friend can come in and pay for his buddy's soul. I asked that question today. Nobody can pay for your soul. So who's the Antichrist then? What kind of individual this is going to be? What kind of person this is going to be? Uh, is he going to come in a long robe and a dress and say, you know, look like Jesus? Uh, is he going to, uh, I mean, for real, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making a joke or nothing. I'm asking y'all, what, what is, what is the, what is he going to look like? I mean, is he going to be like? Some people say, I have a, a sister that says he's going to be, the Pope is going to be the Antichrist. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Some people say that he's going to be a European. It doesn't make any sense. Now, trust, I'm not the type of person who's looking for the Antichrist. I love, one of my favorite verses is Titus 2.13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I'm tied into Titus 2.13. But for the sake of this this show right here, there's going to be many false prophets, many antichrists. So to me, everybody who denies Jesus Christ and the Father is an antichrist. I repeat, any to me, to just to me, this is me, this is what I decipher from the Bible. Anybody who denies the Father and the Son is a antichrist. And also, when the Bible says many shall come in my name, that means millions, many, a whole lot of people should come in my name saying, I am Christ. And the Bible says they should deceive many. Now, remember, a lot of a lot of our culture like to follow each other off the cliff. I mean, a lot of people like to, well, the Joneses next door got the girl. They got a nice, clean, nice garage door put on. I think we should do that, babe. And they like to keep up with the Joneses. You know, um, well, the Joneses, Got news for you. They going broke. They going to lose their job. If anybody ever checked the economy, that seems like where we're going. But see, Jesus paid the price for our sins. And if you, if the Father sent Jesus down to pay the price. And without the Son, you don't have the Father. And without the Father, you don't have the Son. So if you take out one of them, you have eliminated your chance to go to heaven. And see, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is rejection of that, of First John 2, 18, all the way up. Actually, the whole book of First John is rejection that Jesus has come from the Father to die on the cross. The Father sends him now. Jesus willingly came down, died on the cross for our sins. He bore all the sins of creation on the cross, or not of creation, but of mankind on the cross. And we have to accept him. Not accept him like accept him, like he, he need to be accepted. But we need to put, ask God to come into our heart and come into our life and take over. 
Now, the key is, I heard, I've seen an article, the key is take over, but I, I saw an article on online, and it was talking about lordship. And it's saying that Lord Jesus does not have to be Lord. In other words, they're saying that we're saved by grace alone, which we are at first contact. So when you sign up for college courses, just because you sign up that day, don't mean you don't have to go through the course. So we're saved, just like you have a mama have a baby. We have the baby, but we still got to raise it. Just the part of having the baby is not it. We got to actually raise the baby. When you're born again, that doesn't mean you sit on your tail. That means now true faith is going to produce something. Right? In other words, if I love my wife, I'm going to show it. Unless I'm God. Unless I'm going to be a God. I am God. And I'm waiting for Big Daddy God and the Antichrist. And he's going to show me the way. God. You know, the, the secret societies really believe that the chosen one is coming. When you watch the Simpsons and they and Homer is walking around and all of a sudden he has they something they see a tattoo on him and say, Oh no, the chosen one they you know, take take Homer into a cave and they you know, we must honor him. You know, that that stuff is for real. They really got a chosen individual. Which is that this is what I want to talk about right now, next. Okay, so I'll come back to New Age movie a little bit later, but right now I want to talk about Syria. Um, I'm the only person probably in the planet Earth probably saying this. But uh, the next leadership, or the second to the next, will be the Antichrist. I got the patent on Bible prophecy. They just sent me the patent back. So I I, I am right when I say this, the packet. I got the packet in. And it's the packet on Bible prophecy. So I, got the, I own the uh, rights to... So everything I say is true. Forget the Bible. Just throw it out. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I hope, I hope nobody don't believe me out there when I say that. <laughs> but I do believe that that Christ is coming from Syria. Um, uh, there's a lot of clues to tell you that. Um, I think the second, the next, the next leader of Syria, or the second to the next. Now the globalists is going to put him in charge. Now, but what I want to talk about is that, plus I want to talk about Islam being dissolved. So, in other words, Islam and the current, not necessarily Christianity being dissolved, because God said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So, Christianity will never be dissolved. But the appearance that is dissolved, meaning when, 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 the Antichrist is frustrating the saints. The saints are running all over the place. And and the Bible says in, in one passage, uh, if you if you running from a bear, you go in the house, put your hand on the wall, you breathe in tired, and all of a sudden scorpion stings you. You thought you got away, you you know, you hiding, you that's how that's basically the tribulation period is gonna be. That's basically downright how the tribulation period is gonna be. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll, I'll be right back. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name. 
23 says, For the wisdom of saints is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Christ Jesus, our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Talk Radio. Enjoying the show. Um, I have to uh, say it is wonderful to be able to broadcast to uh, people, especially those who are not in the same state. <laughs> uh, it's it's awesome to be able to come on Block Talk Radio or YouTube or any other endeavors and um, preach the gospel. Um, and uh, it's a blessing so uh, I don't take it for granted Um, and uh, uh, I thank y'all for listening Uh, and uh, Jesus is coming back soon and and we have to get the word out and the most important thing is uh, we have to get it out with urgency because uh, time is running out. We don't know when it's... Uh, we don't know when. We don't know... We don't know if it's this year, next year, or the year after next. But, folks, three years go pretty darn fast. Three years is not... Take slow. It doesn't, it doesn't take two miles an hour anymore. Uh, for uh, anything, you know, two years goes by fast. That's all I got to say is I got a four-year-old kid, and uh, that four-year-old kid, uh, I was looking at some pictures, and he was just um, uh, tiny. And now he's pretty darn, uh, he's getting me going into kindergarten next year. So, uh we we can't take time for granted because time will fly by. And if you're sick out there, you know, if you if you, you have a, a serious illness, you know, God will could heal you. But if you got a serious illness and you're running into, you know, who knows, you might be raptured out and be completely healed. Um, and that that's a blessing. You know, I I I really, really, really do believe we are close uh, to Jesus coming, and um, I look forward to it. I mean, there's nothing I look forward to more than knowing that Jesus is coming for His people, and His reward is with Him. And and the only thing I have to say is get ready. Have your have have your ducks in order because he may come back when it looks like he's not. Uh, I I was listening to uh, one of the brothers I won't mention his name on YouTube. And he was saying um, he kept going from one thing to the next. He's going to Syria and then he went to Egypt and he was like, "No, it's not time yet. It's not time yet." And then I was listening to a lady on YouTube, uh, a Bible study that they have on YouTube. And uh, oh no, that was uh, Facebook, and I'm not sure that isn't if it's just limited to Facebook or what. But she was like, I, "It's not time yet. It just doesn't look like. It. I just don't see it. I just don't see it." And you know, I don't blame them for saying they don't see it because um, we've made so many mistakes in the past. And she was saying she would be on cautious side, which I don't blame her. 
But one of these days, we're not going to, some people are going to say, we don't see it. We don't see it. And then it's going to be right there. Um, and um, I, I don't see how they don't see anything. I mean, unless it's just, unless it's another birthday, I don't see how they don't see that we're there. And I don't know what they're waiting for. Uh, as far as serious serious concern, what what has to happen there before before you know? And then what they were saying though was they don't understand how Psalms eighty three nations are going to get together and uh, retaliate on Israel. But I would like to say that uh, first of all. You can do that almost overnight. I mean that that doesn't. I mean, there's such thing as telephones, and there's such thing as conference calls. Uh, it's not like they everything doesn't have to play out the way you think. It's it's not ready yet. This is not ready yet. That's not ready yet. This, I mean, what you what are you waiting for? The whole tribulation to pass by before you say it's it's time. I mean, just as if you're saying, I just don't see it, and you get it wrong, it's just, it's just like us. We say we see it, and we get it wrong. I rather, I, I, I would rather get it wrong just by saying I see it, but it doesn't happen yet, than say I don't see it, and it happens. You're going to be shocked. Especially if you're a post-tripper, mid-tripper. Hopefully you get raptured. And that, that's another question. Do do. If you say that there is no rapture, are you raptured? I say you are, but I don't have to say so. The Bible has to say so. Jesus has to say so. So he's going to come to those who are only looking? Isn't that kind of unfair? Or did did we misinterpret the Bible again for the 80th time? Me personally, if you got the Holy Spirit, you're going. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not going. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that one. Now if I can get another man to pat me on the back, I'll be good. No, it's just. But um, that's what they said in Romans chapter 8. If you got the Holy Spirit, you belong to God. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't belong to God. Now, with the Holy Spirit say uh, there is no rapture when there isn't, or when there is, I don't understand how can we come up with pre, post, and mid, and then is it a secondary issue or first issue? I don't know. I think it's a secondary issue, but I think it is important to know when what the Bible is trying to interpret to us, and the Bible is interpreting us that God has not appointed us to wrath. He has he, he has not appointed us to wrath, but to receive salvation. So if he's not appointed us to wrath, then it says our mission is one of our missions is and to wait for his son from heaven, who he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. That's First Thessalonians one ten. So he has appointed us. To, he has not appointed us to wrath. Who and he also delivered us from the wrath that shall come. What does that mean? I can't believe people gloss over stuff like this, and then they say I can't see it in the. I can't see a preacher rapture at all in the Bible. I just can't see it. Well, there you go. And then they don't take simplicity. They don't take simple, you know, small things like God says, do not despise small things. Kind of like, where is Ezekiel 38 and 39? Where it says in Ezekiel 39, I think, that it takes seven years to bury the weapon, to burn the weapons. So that tells you right there that Ezekiel 38 and 39 is on the outside. 
looking looking into the tribulation period where the Antichrist will rise. And then what I don't understand, uh, well, anyway, I lost my train of thought. Jeez, I had something really good and I was I got distracted. Uh, and this time it's not. I can't blame it on the cat. But we are uh, definitely in horrendous times now. If you read the the uh, <coughs> the globalist uh, agenda, they believe in order out of chaos. And I hear a lot of these Bible preachers and teachers saying that it's not ready yet. The time's not ready yet. God, this has got to happen, and that's got to happen. Well. The globalists believe in shock and awe. That is that 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 uh, Iraq war was when George Bush was doing that shock and awe was not just for them; it was for the majority of the world. Shock and awe. They want to shock you, order out of chaos. They want to they want to get you to conform. Do not be conformed to Christianity. Be, be transformed by the renewing of the age of Aquarius. That's what they want you to do. They want you to submit to them. They control the purse. They want it. They 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 want they want to own everything you got, and they ought to control everything anyway. But they they they're socialists, sometimes fascists. Sometimes Nazism, Nazism, they they believe in being, they they believe in controlling things. They believe that sometimes they let you control something, but they own it because you you can start a business, they'll take it from you because they're gonna put the right rule. They're gonna put the rules up where they know you're gonna break them, and then they stick you in the concentration camp. And then once you get out the concentration camp, if you do, if you ever do, they're going to make you run the business and work for slave labor. So the Bible asks a question. It says, uh, the Bible talks about, and they shall uh, love their life unto death. They should they should protect their life from the death. Now Jesus asked, "Whoever's willing to lose their life for my sake will gain it, and those who want to gain it will lose it." And it says in the Book of Revelations that uh, they shall hold on to their lives. They should not want to lose their lives. Now there's going to be people in the tribulation period who. Who are on the edge of making that decision for Christ, and then they just buckle up, chicken out. And see, but but a lot of church members, a lot of Christians don't want, they don't want to really even think about uh hold on for a second. Anyway, they they don't want to. Sorry about that. They don't want to think about uh, when I'm pre-trib. But people get mad at me when I say, "Well, we need." I mean, I they are going to have the hundred forty-four thousand Jews, and you can't get you cannot get by the rapture of the church. You just cannot get by that. If you even if you even remember one thing about Bible prophecy of what your relatives told you, you're going to know. You're going to know deep in your heart, deep, deep in your heart, uh, that, you know, those Christians were right. Those crazy Christians were right. But I don't love my life that much to go to hell for anybody. What I mean by that is as far as the revelation is concerned, you, they love life under death. They don't they don't they would rather just party and stay in stay in this crusty world, especially in the tribulation period. I mean, geez. And 
It's not going to be pretty. The worst time in history. Jesus said that if 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 he wouldn't have came at that time, no flesh would be saved. If he wouldn't have came at the specific time, Matthew 24, <coughs> no flesh will be saved. So what does it look like? It looks like to me, unless unless everything fades out again, maybe somebody come up with a peace plan, uh, it looks like to me we're close to something happening, folks. Something major. It looks like something's going to happen. And uh, it's going to be bad enough to have man's heart selling them. Um, the Olympics. Uh, I wonder if the Olympics going to be the place. Uh, where the Pandora's box is open. Is the Olympics going to be the spot? Is the Olympics going to be the opening ceremony for the tribulation period? And see, I, 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 I I can't tell you 100%. I really can't. But I I believe that we are we are we are at that time. We are so much at that time that I can smell it. That Isaiah 17 will happen pretty quickly. And if it's a year off, man, wake up still. If it's two years off, wake up still. If it's three years off, wake up still. I was looking at my pictures of my babies, my my four-year-old and my two-year-old, and they have grown. Especially my four-year-old has grown really. He was walking in a stroller when I was looking at the, you know, those strollers where help him walk, learn how to walk. And I was like, man, that was just like yesterday. And he's four. And he's 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 fast approaching five. That was like yesterday. And people get so tied up into thinking that the world will just keep going. That's sad. We have most of our uh, treasures. On this earth, the Bible says store treasures in heaven, not on earth, where moths and rust will eat it up. And then they want to fuss at you because you'll be in the warning. You're warning them. So in 11 minutes that I have left, I'm going to tell you all my format so I, I can stop being all over the place. I kind of enjoy being all over the place. But my format is to stay in the teaching and stay in my lane into certain certain days, maybe uh, I would like to do a show every day, but it's probably going to be recorded. This is live right here. Matter of fact, it's 1149 um, Pacific Standard Time. So, you know, it's live. But I want to, I, w- I would like to record it, like right now, like when my wife gets home, go in the garage, record it, the video, and do a uh, YouTube video all at the same time. And I like to record it all at the same time. And then that way, I can still uh, put put the put the video on YouTube. But it's not going to be this type of show. This is more like free will. Say what you feel like saying. It's not going to be uh, scripted. But my most of my shows are going to be scripted, and I'm going to be reading documents and reading things and articulating things rather than just saying stuff. Uh, uh, so I don't know why my daughter is still up. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. 
she's just uh, ruling the world, I guess. And they say you should be ruled by babes. No, I ain't no kid in my house gonna rule nothing. <laughs> uh, she's she's cute though. She's a beautiful baby. She's up there throwing a temper tantrum. She normally just uh, sleep by now, and for some reason she's not asleep. So after this show, I got like a couple more minutes. I'm gonna go up there and try to get her settled myself. Uh, I don't even know if my wife even knows she's up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hurry up and get off this this thing. I think she, I think she's got her. But uh, I'm glad y'all can join us today on the show. And uh, like I say, starting now, we're gonna just stay in our lane and uh, and and do and 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 stay in our lane, you know. But uh, God bless y'all. Uh, out there, y'all have a wonderful week. I'm just gonna go ahead and cut it, go off. Uh, but I, I, I can tell I'm getting tired too. Y'all probably getting tired, so y'all have a wonderful night. Don't let the bug bugs bite. And uh, see y'all on the next show. I'm gonna find some things. Song eventually, I'm gonna give me a going off theme song. But right now, I'm just gonna go off with this song. God bless y'all. Have a good night. Thank you.